Welcome back to the Keen Lake Podcast, the premier whiskey podcast, now with the mention of whiskey in its title. Hey, this is Jake coming live from Glen Ellen, Illinois, and not the basement. Yes, that means we are out in the magical office of the 1980s porn film set with <laughs> mirrors, windows on the ceilings with a natural light coming through to celebrate Malloy's Glen Ellen, the store above all, above all rest, with the one and only Steve Malloy, who is the owner of Malloy's. Shocker. Howdy, howdy. Shocker. I am. Yeah. It's not just coincidence. It's amazing. I, got um, I had to work here because of my last name. You should call yourself the suburban bourbonist. Ooh. I should. And the reason why I say that is because a man who goes by the urban bourbonist <laughs> that claims the Chicago city area and not the Chicago land that takes footsteps all across the concrete jungle of the second city to buy the best whiskey to buy the best bourbon to tell the stories of all whiskey on the shelves including Benny's. chris blantner thank you thank you thank you for that uh wonderful introduction i'm probably going to use that uh somewhere some other time i wouldn't do that (laughs) lawsuits will be pending do you think i could work under your like Urban bourbonist umbrella. Yeah, we can probably figure something out. A little offshoot. Yeah. Spin me off as an LLC. Based on the amount of brand reps that told me they wanted to start a podcast like mine and be underneath the key and like umbrella and us being the only one four plus years later, I'm going to say it's not going to work. <laughs> Didn't work for or, you. Or play through. Matt Brown's still working on his podcast. <laughs> oh, God. His idea was I go out in the market and record while doing my day to day with people. I'm like, that's pretty much what we do, <laughs> but without recording in the moment. Yeah. No, his actual recording is very short. It's just him sipping and then going, it's good. Just like his, <laughs> just like his moments music. in bed. Um, yes, but we are back at Malloy's to um, do something special, something that we visited a, a year ago, Chris and I did. Well, actually, 14, 13 months ago, mm-hmm. almost to the day. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of joining at a different distillery to pick a single barrel of a distillery, that's not that distillery we were sitting at, <laughs> which was Wolf Point. We, um, Chris and I, Chris asked me to pick a seven-year-old single barrel from a little company called Pinhook. They have been mentioned on this podcast a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just a few. We even Chris even made a, sh- a T-shirt based on one of the phrases of one of the former co-hosts of this podcast, who I told him could he could not come today because we had too many people um, than microphones to record with. I forgot Jamie and Lynn were not coming today, oh. so my bad, Wilson. Uh, my bad. I thought they were going to be joining us as well, or maybe somebody out of the blue. Did you have a T-shirt that said "Hey Yo World"? <laughs> no, no it was. Uh, it was uh, Wilson had a quote about the tw- I think it was the 2018 uh, Pinhook Rye, mm. um, and he called it a love making rye. A beautiful, Some, a beautiful love making rye. A beautiful love making rye. Yeah, and a couple that, cases. Just yeah. You know. And even a, though we knew about Pinhook, truly. Chris um, introduced us to it on um, that day. And then a few months later when we were in lockdown, I brought up that same ball over to Callum's house for a cookout outdoors, of course, being so safe back then. Um, and <laughs> him and I drank an entire bottle of it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's like, and wow. he recorded a video about him waxing poetically for like a minute about it. <laughs> yeah. So that, it's, that is though one of the like legendary releases from, from Pinhook. Hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that 2018 uh, yeah. rye. Didn't and you can still occasionally, like, bump into one of those bottles yep. on, a, on a 
shelf gathering dust mm-hmm. in in the city, you know, at a store that, you know, carried pinhook back in the day or still does, but mm-hmm. you know, just has some bottles laying around and mm. I would highly recommend picking up that bottle if you see it. It's the light blue wax from 2018. Yeah. Yeah, it's we uh making. It is, yeah, it is. It's poetic. <laughs> he just made reference to that on your last podcast, didn't he? About what? Because he... Oh, he I did, I forget yeah. what you guys were trying, but he said it was that, seagrass, and then... What did he keep calling seagrass, too? He kept calling seagrass... Sea, <laughs> seascape or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sea breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Notes of cranberry. Also a good name for... A, I think there was a, a racehorse called sea breeze. Was that sea biscuit? Sea biscuit. Sea biscuit, yeah. There should be a sea there was a, There was a movie about that. Um, no, but we, uh, last year, Chris and I picked this, uh, the seven year vertical, right? Sing- single barrel for, um, pin hook for a different store, um, in Chicago at Wolf Point Distillery. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> graciously let us sit in their, uh, distillery and pick another barrel of a different brand, but it kind of just sums up right there. The coolness of the Chicago whiskey community, mm-hmm. um, kind of in a whole, one whole story right there. But we are here today to pick the eight-year. Um, I don't know if our name is going to go on this bottle because the guy who owns the store that the bottle will come, the barrel will come through, he's a bit of a hard ass. That's I, you. That's I'm you. About my brother. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. I don't. I mean, you fit three on here. Yep. On for, looking at last year's. Oh, we're just throw a Key in the Lake logo on there. Just yeah. a giant one. Yeah, that's that's how it should be. I think so. Just cover up the label. <laughs> The Keen Lake Community Barrel, yeah. I told I told uh, Sean, the owner of Pinhook, he should go that route. He hasn't yeah. trusted me yet. Maybe for the Starboard Blend. maybe for the Starboard Blend, he'll just put Keen Lake on there. It's a good. I, it's a, Godspeed. <laughs> First samples are just going out today. Very cool. Oh really? Yeah. So Ooh. exciting. Well, we aren't here to talk about that Australian outfit. Um, we're here to celebrate. <laughs> The per, the partnership, always work it the in other that. half of the partnership. I figure it like at least one mention on every podcast. Keep Dave happy. Keeps up with like me kind of like working in a way, you know, <laughs> yeah. like selling yeah. the brand wherever I go because I am Star Wars. Why do I have two pens? Interesting. I don't need two pens because we only have three samples or I need three pens because we have three samples. Do you want me to get you another pen? Another Steve just texted me. Is that you? It's, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't remember texting. My wife makes fun of me because I have too many Steves. Um, and my friend's name is Steve. Huh? PH. I like, oh. I like the PHs. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. You can and keep not, them around. Yeah. Not, Eliminate not, the Vs. Yeah. That's mm. Stephens. Off putting. Stephens. Stephens. Steve. Oh, man. Well, between you just st- took me back to every day in elementary school when there was a sub. Stephen? Mm. Yes. <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> It's the Irish spelling. Is it? Then I'd go cry. Is that where it comes from? Yeah. Didn't know that. Well, now I do. That's what I was always told anyway. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The Chicago Irish spelling. That's right. Exactly. (laughs) That also makes sense. Um, Last year, we picked a very delicious barrel Mm -hmm. that uh, Chris and I wrote copious amount of notes on, um, did a lot of tastings with it as well. We recorded about an hour podcast. I think we released it at the end of May, beginning of June, if you want to go back and revisit that podcast after you listen to this one to hear the differences between the two barrels that we are, the barrel we're about to select and the barrel we selected last year. Um, Chris, any uh, notes on the barrel from last year real quick? Yeah, so last year I have my notes here in front of me, and we just actually kind of revisited it before we started this podcast, and it's 
definitely benefited from airtime. Not that it wasn't good to begin with, but it was just uh, okay. The year of air uh, on that whiskey, it's the bottle's half full, really did some wonders to it. Really butterscotchy uh, to me today. But last year, these are just what I wrote down from last year. Uh, the nose was uh, simple syrup, uh, rose petal, uh, mm. nutty, some sweet smoke, a little bit of uh, Band-Aid. And then the note that I think that we really both picked up on, or I think you may have brought this up, Jake, was fresh rain yeah um on the nose and then um on the palate we got some cardamom rose petal uh some tanned leather toffee vanilla chocolate tobacco like a chocolate syrup so it was pretty complex um and i do have to say a, a year on it's pretty fantastic yeah. espresso beans a good note that you said on mm-hmm. it yeah. yeah like a little bit of a bitter espresso bean yep. on the back end on the nose it's definitely like Caramel, yeah, buttered popcorn, like yes. caramel corn. Did mm. we have three or four samples last year? Uh, I think we just had three. Uh, we only, yeah, we had three okay. last year. I couldn't remember. Um, which is it's fun to go through a small amount, but kind of get more nuanced into the tasting notes of everything um, we have laid out in front of us today. For sure. Will all of these barrels be um, selections become a single barrel, or was this, will they go back into the vertical series? Do you know that? That I don't know. So whatever we do not select, I don't know if someone else will have. We just uh, throw against the wall and an break opportunity. It. <laughs> uh, I bet to, go back in the mix, oh, right? Yeah, I'm because I mean, now's the time to pick. Yeah, I'm assuming they would probably, you know, uh, whatever we don't pick would be passed along to maybe somebody else to to choose from. I'm confident that these all three of these are going to be. It's going to be difficult. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Steve, what are you looking for into selecting this single barrel? Is there any certain notes? Is there just excitement to have this part of your shop now? I don't. I mean, oh, definitely, definitely. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you guys brought this to, uh, to us. Um, I'm really because happy now too. it's impossible to get your foot in the door with this program. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because obviously there's, there's only so many barrels, and they're aging up and getting, you know, the. The, the stable of barrels. He had stable horses. He's getting smaller and smaller, <laughs> smaller every year. Um, but it, as as far as what I'm looking for, I don't know. I tend to have a bit of a sweet tooth. Mm. Um, so I, if it was just up to me, I would, you know, every single barrel here would have a sweeter aspect to it. But that's why I, you know, always like to involve other palates because right. I don't want it just to be like, you know, I would shop here. Everybody would be interested. And um, so, yeah, as far as a profile, I don't know. I mean, probably, you know, you mentioned before we started recording that you guys kind of picked on purpose something off profile for mm-hmm. Pinhook with last year's. I mean, I think that's a, that's typically a good way to go. Mm-hmm. I think rather than just, you know, you could either get their regular profile amped up to 11 and turn up everything, you know, all the, all the good points like up to, you know, turn it up to 11 or you can get something totally just off the beaten path. Right. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited to try them. I'm open to anything. And you've done a true small batch with Pinhook. Mm-hmm. You've carried, when did you start carrying them? Do you remember what year they were in with the series? Um, Probably three we, or four. I think we started in, and we had, I think we started carrying them four years ago. Okay. I think, I sounds think it was right. just pre-pandemic. Yeah, when a lot of yeah. when a lot of companies in Chicago were starting mm-hmm. to carry the four-year-old. Um, 
which is interesting. If you don't know the pinhook story, um, we're not going to share it here. It takes too long. <laughs> it's too complex. But if you want to listen to any of our other podcasts with Sean Joseph, uh, the founder of Pinhook, you can hear the whole detailed story if you don't know about it already of how they are doing vertical series from the first stock of barrels they purchased many moons ago for mm. a very inexpensive price back yep. in the day. Um, let's say they were groundbreaking at that point. Man. But if it, as long if we could have all had the foresight to see that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so your true small batch, you <laughs> split it with, stay, uh, yeah, me too, uh, with Maze and Mash, which is down the street restaurant group uh, right. down here. And how yeah, many? That was a lot of fun. How many balls was that total? It was a uh, hundred cases. Is about oh. what it ended up being because it was three barrels. That's mm-hmm. right. You get yeah, all three yeah. barrels. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was a lot. <laughs> it was, it was a lot, but it's it's great. I mean, you know, price point sixty bucks. Right. It's you know anybody that had tried it, it was quintessential checked every box on quintessential bourbon right i know i bought at least two bottles i'm pretty sure i had a third even when i was doing the tasting during christmas Mm. i took Mm -hmm. that i think i had like a maybe a quarter of a bottle left and i took that home and i don't have anything left now at home i was looking today for it i'm like they drink all of these but apparently i did i am a true fan (laughs) of the brand (laughs) Uh, but yeah let's get into this single barrel that we're tasting uh, Chris, I'll let you do the honors. What we got here? All right, let's. You, I'll just go in uh, in order of the uh, barrel number, the lowest to highest. So this one is going to be barrel three one eight nine, and um, we have no other information other than it's uh, eight years old, and uh, we don't know proof point. We don't know fill date. So you're saying uh, you had. Both of those pieces. Yeah. Have been so last in year. the past, we had we had uh, filled. I mean, not that it really matters, mm-hmm. but um, we had proof point and um, and fill date. But uh, this year we're going. This is pretty much we're going blind, which is which I is like fun. That. So yeah. uh, let's I'll pour this into the glass. Because yeah, all wonder, that can influence, even if you try not to. Right. And I wonder how you intentional know. that is. I mean, I know we don't really care. We're just fans of the brand, and, and obviously the way they do their single barrel program is they honor their loyal customers. I. Th- one of, I want to say Sean has around 100 customers that he started this idea off with, or growing it to 100, where he wanted to bring in a select amount of retailers from across the United States uh, to give them essentially like a gift or a present for being with them since they entered the market in those various markets. And here you are, four years later, you're, you're right. a part of the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this will be cool. Long overdue, Sean. Long overdue. <laughs> You know, before yeah. we turned yeah. on the mics, I was saying, you know, you start to get into uh, MGP that's aged mm. eight years. And, you know, we're really getting into where these whiskeys are like hitting their mm-hmm. their prime. And so it's going to be fun to see where we are at eight years and then moving forward beyond that. Are these barrels now in Kentucky? Um, I believe so. Yeah. I think these are all aging at either Castle and Key or I think they have some other places they're aging whiskey now too. I think they do, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know specifically where these are located. This smells awesome. Yeah, it's popping right on the nose. Look at the, man, the legs on this. The legs. And these whiskeys are all super dark too. They are. That's the first thing I noticed about them when Mm -hmm. you pulled them out of the box. It's matching the, it's darker than last year's just by, by looking at it. Um, but they're, yeah, man, this is popping straight into your, into your nose. So a little, um, I don't know. 
know, a little little f- like floral action going on Definitely for me. Floral, yeah. Mm-hmm. You getting a little bit of those alcohol tannins still at the back end, like it's pleasant. Mm-hmm. A little nose. leather as well. Yeah, yeah. It's reminding me of something mm-hmm. like something to do with like an auto garage, but not like not like a tires what leather kind of impactful smell where you feel like oh I might pass out because of the fumes. Um, it's just like I don't a know new. Uh, new car smell. Like new car? Yeah, new kinda, car smell. Something like that. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's because of the last, um, because mm. of the seven year we were just trying, but there's something about that coffee note that's coming out too. That espresso, I should more say, like a bean part of it. Hey, don't spill your glass. All right, this, this is, is a, a, you should respect this office. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a weird one. Um, I'm getting like a, like a green pepper. Hmm. Kind of, kind of, kind of note, um, like a, like a vegetal, yeah, yeah, green pepper leaning towards even like a, like a mild jalapeno, which is, I don't know. That's just what I'm smelling right no, now. I can see that. It's not spicy, like red currant or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I see what you mean by like a jalapeno spice. It's well, not like, oh. should we give it a taste? Let's see what Let's happens. Do it. Cheers. As we go in for the first sip. Oh, mm. now I taste jalapeno. That's all I taste. <laughs> I planted that seed. Yeah. Oh, man. This comes with some big spice right away. Shocking. Yeah. Would you think this is a bourbon if you didn't weren't told? Honestly, that with that like initial spice, no, yeah. I would not. It feels like so a rye. That's, that's bordering on black peppery. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah it oh, feels yeah. like a rye. Maybe Sean sent this rye to throw us off. Bottle show up blue. What? What? <laughs> I didn't order this. I'm sending it back. Oh. Hmm. Man, that's really throwing me off. Yeah, now. that's good. Uh, Mouth coating. In a good way. I keep uh, have to iterate, reiterate that. that, that it, yeah. Definitely a spicy number. Very spicy. Hmm. And the viscosity showed on the tongue too. Hmm. Yeah, I want to make like a tiki drink with that or something. <laughs> Which is weird to say the bourbon. I don't know why, but make a tiki drink. Yeah, or like a, a whiskey sour or something. I don't know. That's good. That, could, that can be another podcast. Why? Or, <laughs> why can't it King be the lake after dark? Why can't it be this one? Yeah, we should do that after dark. We used to do those. Man, there's um, Man, this is there's like a really like a confectioner's sugar like at the at the end, like mm-hmm. the back back of the palate. Like so, it comes in that wave of spice, and then it hits you with like a, a pretty healthy dose of sweet, and then it mm-hmm. it sits on like the the top, the roof of your mouth, little little um, like prickly, a little mm-hmm. slightly. I was gonna say this, slightly the roof dry. of your mouth is like tingling. Yeah, yeah, it, that's where it like hits mm. and lingers for me. No, I, 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 it it doesn't taste like sherry or a wine barrel. But the way it dries your mouth out and yeah. coats it, it's a lot like a finished whiskey. Um, with some of that tannin effect to it, but it gets more. It gets that prickly. Um, I don't like. It kind of like even pops like <laughs> finished a finished in rye barrel. There we go. <laughs> it pops kind of like Topo Chico when it sits on top of your mouth, and it's like okay. it's yeah. sparkling on side of there. And this is all texture. Obviously, we're talking about not necessarily flavor because most water doesn't like have a lot weird, of flavor. Like effervescence to it almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, there is like some fruit or. Vegetal, veg, vegetable that's really standing out, but I can't think of what it is. Hmm. 
but the leatherness comes in there and coats um, that's in the nose as, mm-hmm. as well. That floral effect plays all the way through in various different notes. Um, I can see the fruit as uh, something along the lines of a of a cherry, like a, yeah, something in there. Now, and Sean's said on the podcast a few times how he tastes a lot of cherry and licorice in his mm. whiskey right now, mm. and a lot of bourbons overall. Yeah, I can feel a little anise kind of thing, hmm? maybe. Yeah, yeah, in a slight way. Nothing overwhelming. Don't question me. <laughs> it's not like a Star Wars octave. It's not. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's not overbearing. It's it's super subtle. Man, that's that's interesting. It's throwing me for a loop, which is, and it's fun. You know, you know, I didn't expect that, especially after trying the seven year old that we picked last year mm. and going straight into this. It's completely different. Mm. I do remember last year. I believe there's one that we thought stood out as like a typical, a standard. Pin hook bourbon, like we're like okay, this tastes a lot like it. And I thought there was one that had a lot of rye notes to it, but wasn't the one we picked though. Yeah, I think the first one, uh, the first one uh, last year, a lot of mint, licorice, mm. menthol. We noted cedar notes, so like okay. sandalwood. Um, that was you my said note. That, that was yeah. yours. Yep. Um, you it's also hard to believe that that was a year ago. I know. It doesn't feel like it whatsoever. It's a blink, man. Absolutely flew by. As a listener, that was a blink. As a what? As a listener? Yeah. It was As what? a fan? It was. Gene Lake? It was what? It was a it was a blink, I said. Oh, a yeah. blink. I thought you said a, I didn't, a blink. And I'm like, oh. It was a blink. I don't even it's not very memorable. <laughs> no, man. That that was trying that to was, be No, that was a good one. Was podcast. that Alec Bald, Baldwin joke? <laughs> so, spite kind of a spicier uh, bourbon to yeah. to kick things off. Not yeah, here. Man, I, would, would, I wouldn't say present. peppery though. Would you? I. It's there. Like at the end, I kind of get it. Not up front though. So you don't get hot. I just get like a. I don't get hot as like you taste a lot of alcohol I get, hot. Like, capsaicin hot. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I can mm-hmm. see there. It's That's almost that like jalapeno. Like yeah. Eating like a a stuffed pepper. There's a lot of kind of going on in yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like you get a little pepper seeds in there mm-hmm. at the some, end. With some oak in there. That makes sense. <laughs> Cooked in the pepper. Barrels. Oak. Makes sense. Hmm. Dear Lord. <laughs> what a new concept. What a novel idea. <laughs> <laughs> what if someone was like, yeah, wow, we, uh, we should just. Uh, well, I'm glad I'm contributing. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if a distillery came and said like, so uh, barrel aging is a big part of our distillery. <laughs> Like, oh, really? Really? <laughs> wow. Interesting. Do you find that a lot of the wood gets in there? <laughs> There's probably somebody who does that. Some new brand out there trying to pave their way through the whiskey industry. <laughs> All right. By we've talking got about their barrels and how they come from Australian vineyards. Uh, barrel 3332. 3332. 3332. 33, 32. Dark. Very dark. Yeah, man. All the, man, I think the last one's the darkest. The last one is super dark. <laughs> So, Steve, um, would you say that the first barrel, before we revisit it, because we'll obviously revisit it and pick at the end, would this fit your consumer? Um, the first one? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, dude, people have a huge spectrum of what they're looking for. Mm. Um, I think so. I mean, like I said, I tend to pick on the sweeter side, which that was kind of not. 
I think we're going to get into sweetness with this one. Yeah. yeah. You can tell from the nose. (laughs) Oh, holy shit. Yeah. You're right. Um, uh, Yeah. I mean, would would that be a barrel that I would pick personally? Probably not. Um, Oh, let's just throw it away. But it was, but I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't mean we won't pick it. Right. I want to see how it opens up too after like maybe 20 minutes of tasting the couple other ones and going back to it. But it's cool to see. I mean, you've done rye barrel picks, right? Yes. So it's. I mean. Yep. I think that we've would done lo- Sagamore. We've got a hard truth coming too. A toasted rye. Um, Sagamore. What are the? Where are they? Yeah. I, I don't. I've vaguely heard of them. They're they're, they're of out them. east somewhere. Maryland or something. Is um, what's his name? Um. Burt Breeze or something like yeah. that. Hmm. Burt. Bowers. Know, it's, it's, it's definitely Bert two Bs, right? Oh, they, oh, two it's, Bs, it's not double, Powers. I think it's a double B. Bowers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I got double he, in my head. He DMs something. me a lot about recording a podcast. <laughs> I didn't know he works for them. Correct? Does he want you to keep on playing that game where he tosses a a, a brick at something? Uh, yeah. like <laughs> a cube. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, Brett. Some kind of cylinder. I uh, mistakenly did not add his photo to the Father's Day montage, oh. and he DM me, and no, <laughs> so I posted one of just him. <laughs> Which I have, I feel like I should have a ton of photos on my phone of Brett, and I couldn't find any other than one with him with the Saga, Sagamore, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bottle yeah. in front of his face. Sagamore, I think. Sagamore. It's Sagamore. <laughs> I like that. Make sure you bring it. We're like the, we're the first Italian Maryland distillery. Lean into a Brett, lean into it. We like the rye. Also, didn't make the cut for a whiskey festival this weekend in Chicago. Oh. <laughs> Oh, this is way this sweeter on the nose. Super different. So this is reminding me of the seven year mm-hmm. in some ways on the nose. Um, not as butterscotch and caramel, but a little bit of that mocha flavor in there. Licorice, red licorice. Um, a lot of, I hate to say it, a lot of vanilla. Yeah, vanilla nut. Like, mm-hmm. It's reminding me of like vanilla ice cream um, with some nuts yep. in it, yep. something like that. I put so sweet like cream caramel. Mm, there we go. Which, uh, like those... Uh, caramel candies with the yeah cream oh, yeah. in the middle yep. that's like oh, kind of yeah. what i smell Dude, on the nose you know what i get cowtail yes what's that so it's it's like a mexican candy and it's it's caramel and vanilla like, oh like yeah, wrapped around yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. never knew that was called mm-hmm. i'm sorry never knew what that was yeah. called no i'm Definitely. just here to expand your horizons someone's got to oh. sorry i already tasted it <laughs> It's going right in. Jumping the gun. I, c- yeah. I couldn't wait. Man, that's Ooh, that's like tasty. That. Ooh, I like that a lot. That's very tasty. I like that bitterness too. It kind of uh, there definitely is a yeah. It comes it, that sweetness is definitely we were talking about is mm. there in the front, and there's like bitter wave kind of comes through, and it cancels that out a little bit, and then that like almost in a way you describe a cowtail, it comes mm-hmm. back, it seeps back through the middle, but that bitterness oh, coats the sides of your mouth. Mm. Yeah. Comes back with the Whoa. some spice at the end. Yeah, yep. well, that's where I get pepper. I'm getting pepper on this one. Then. I get the candy caramel like on the sides. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's. I like that. That's good. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about picking one that was close to last year because you didn't have it last year. That's right. I've got nothing to put it up against. <laughs> We're free and clear. <laughs> <laughs> but in four years, you'll have nothing. <laughs> well, uh, five. Five. Technically, five years. Yes. Right. 9, 10, 11, 12. I, it's, I mean, obviously we talk about this um, without microphones on. We talk about this with Sean, but like, what do you do in five years when the 12-year vertical series is up? 
You sell yeah. it back to MGP and Castle and Keith. <laughs> He's got something up his sleeve. Oh, I'm maybe. sure. This um, this finish too. There is like um, I, I get like a fresh, like kind of minty, like aspect coming yeah. in uh, on on the finish, and especially as you like mm-hmm. let it sit there and you breathe, you know, you breathe out like this really fresh like a, well, yeah like a mentholated almost yeah kind quality of. comes out it's really yeah it's kind of, super fun it's kind of what mckenna 10 does with a lot of the single barrels it has that minty uh hmm. f- fresh breath at the end yeah, yeah. No, good like call. it definitely yeah, you definitely it's, it's like you had a breath saver or something yeah. mm-hmm. you know in that lingering it's like oh my my breath tastes good now. yeah seriously <laughs> don't have to mental <laughs> freshness mental <laughs> freshness <laughs> full of life <laughs> Mentos, the fresh maker. Mm. I just pictured a dude like climbing through a cab. Isn't that what he did in one commercial? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, I think it's a Jeep Cherokee or something yeah. like that. But Oh, yeah, maybe. No, you're right. Was it a cab? That know. was Zoolander. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> just a little gasoline party. Everything mixes together. This one is I'm really this like, tasty. I'm really this like is really that. nice. It's complex. Um, a lot of different. There's like three different flavor profiles kind of going through it, which is fun always to do, to see how your mouth resets um, during, in the middle, and after the drink. Mm. Mm. There is definitely um, <clears throat> like, like a, a. Go ahead, answer. Like a red vine. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. When you drink this, like across the palate, like a little bit of a red vine uh, licorice. I don't even know if that's considered licorice, but the cherry uh, red vine. Yeah, the cherry yeah. red vines. Like kind of, you know, cherry red vines are. This is gonna sound bad, but it's it's not kind of like a fake, mm-hmm. like kind yeah. of like a plastic waxy cherry. Waxy, yeah, mm. exactly. Yes, perfect waxy you know what, cherry. I, I picked up on something last week, and I was like, it tastes like. The wax lips. Oh, it's just like oh, wow. vaguely nice. cherry, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. But it's more like wax, you know, than it's cherry. more wax. <laughs> it's more yeah. wax than cherry. It's like a hint of like lipsticky cherry mm. kind of mm. thing. Mm. Do you guys get like a minerality on the finish? Yeah, I can see that. Mm. It's kind of like a little like a like a whetstone kind of thing. I can yeah, see that saying. if you lick a whetstone. Yeah, I do. I mean, which I, I do. Wants, no, I, I get like I that. do that often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you might. Only on dares do I do that. The, the Blarney Stone. Yep. Or if I'm walking in a creek. <laughs> if you see a, if you see a really uh, appetizing looking stone, I'm like, got to go down. Look at that moss. <clears throat> anyway, um, I have to say that one. The crawdads. Kind of goes to the. You know, we only had two, but that one kind of moves to the top for me. Yeah, I think it. I mean, a lot of licorice now at the back end. I just taste red licorice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one is that's a that's a fun barrel right there. Shall we uh, shall we move on? Let's to move on to the third and <coughs> final option. So this one is going to be thirty three thirty seven thirty three thirty seven, and it appears to be just looking at these samples all next to each other the darkest of the the darkest of the three. So. I don't know what that says. Maybe it was higher in the in the rickhouse, or just more extraction from the barrel. I don't know. Mm. There's a gusher quality I have sitting in my palate um, mm. after that one. Gusher. Yeah, like okay. cherry gushers. Yeah. yeah. 
Hmm. I'm a fan. I haven't had a gusher in probably like 16 years, but <laughs> same. Sticks or with longer. You. Well, you know what? I think actually one of my nieces or nephews had some lying around not too long ago. No, I got the label dirty. I didn't know you had nieces and nephews. I got seven, six, what? eight, seven, <laughs> seven, one on the way. How many brothers and sisters do you have? Two. I got my brother Two has what? six kids. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Cow. He's a, a pastor. We lead very different lives. <laughs> <laughs> He's never had. A He's dr- a pastor. He's never so. had a drink in his life. I haven't drank in two days. <laughs> so a lot of similarities too. Yeah. Never had a drink in his life. Oh man, but but I mean. The but, way I was raised, you know, priest can't do... Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I was also Catholic. Oh, were you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Altar boy. Apparently, he switched? He did. Okay. Apparently. Because. Because. <laughs> Read between the political lines, differences. listeners. Political, political differences. Oh. I have no idea. Oh. We'll talk about this at Mayfair. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. This one smells awesome. This is, wow, this is this is almost like a combo of the first two mm. for me on the yeah. nose. Like, yeah, because it's a, a, a big floral mm. note in there. There's a sweetness factor coming through for sure. Like vanilla frosting. Yeah, there's... Yeah, vanilla frosting, yep. There's I get like a, something sitting back there, like a really... We can't say dill anymore. Remember, that, remember dill? that. We can't say dill. <laughs> no, we're not. Because it's a defect. We're not allowed to yeah. say dill anymore, especially uh, with MGP whiskey. I was on a tasting last night, and that note came up prominently in a MGP whiskey we were it's we were tasting. Was it with two Part distilleries that have their own podcast now? Yes. <laughs> hmm. Ah, this Man. is really I get interesting. Like little, I get like a little like super sugary bubble gum. Like oh, dry, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like you know, when like, it was dry. Yeah, you know, the pink bubble gum. The, like, yeah. the, the baseball card bubble gum. Yep. yep, that's definitely there. <laughs> I love that note. But yeah, I can see yeah. it. I'm just like seeing pink it, with like yeah. a little white sugar on top of it still. This stuck to the wrapper. Comes with a comic. That would be cool, actually. <laughs> That'd be cool. We could do a comic strip with it. We could there do, you go. Uh, we could do Malloy's trading cards. We could, we could do a little comic about how you're the hero that saved this brand in Chicago from another retailer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of weight on my shoulders but i'm ready uh, i'm ready for it all right you know what let's do it you are the chosen the one the burbs saved uh, the, burbs. Man. the suburban bourbonist the suburban bourbonist. is there one of those there's gotta be somebody i know there's a suburban bourbon but i should probably go grab suburban bourbonist i already have he'll sell it to you <laughs> Oh. Man. Yeah, I, now I'm just like tasting all sugar on the nose is, or feeling all sugar in the nose. This one smells awesome. Yeah, like powdery sugar. Powdered sugar. There's like a, Something is there like bubblegum ice cream? Cause yes, there is. There's kinda, ice cream. I, dude, I used to get it <laughs> because I was I had horrible there. with my calories when I was a child. Um, but yeah, it would come with like little pink. Yeah. Chunks yeah, of, yeah, of yeah, bubblegum, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, I got that you know, all the time when I was a kid. You get, too. you know, you get the ice cream, and then afterwards, yeah. There was also another ice cream that I th- I think it had gum in it, and it was called Superman. And it was oh, like a blue. Oh, it was like Superman's a blue, still a thing. It doesn't have doesn't gum have in gum it anymore. In it? My son, that's like his number it's one. Blue, Actually, right? he just recently switched to coconut, but <laughs> for whatever reason. Um, but yeah, no, it doesn't have like chunks in it anymore. But it is blue for the most part. And yeah, colors your tongue blue and stuff. 
That was his uh, mainstay for the past few years. Sorry, I jumped all over that Mm -mm. Superman. (laughs) I love it. Oh, Hmm. okay. It's definitely like, oh, man. It's going to be a tough choice, I think. Huh. Um, It's not exactly what I expected, though. It trails at the end a lot faster than I thought it would. I mean, it has, it fades out. Yeah, it has the has the lightest finish of the three. Yeah. I mean, I like I like the nose and I like the mm. upfront of this on the palette better than the first one. But I'm not sure if I'm I, I don't mind a whiskey that finishes fast, to be honest with you. But just uh compared to the first two. Yeah, it kind of evaporates mm-hmm. like um definitely I think the driest on the finish, but it's like it dries and just kinda like Yeah, it just like evaporates off your off your palate. But the middle of there where that sugary factor comes in and mixes with something else, it like caramel or something inside of there, it like hits each other, like a nuttiness almost. It's a really cool collision of flavor in the middle. I'm gonna just mm. get like butter, you get butterscotch at, you get butterscotch at the end now. That's what I'm yeah. tasting. Hmm. You don't get on this one. You don't find any. At least I'll take another sip, but no, like really fruity in it, like fruit flavors to this one. Mm-mm. You expect it from the nose. Mm-hmm. I'm getting like uh, I'm just getting a rice snap on the. I'm getting like oh really? Because I'm getting like caramel peanuts. Mm. I could see that too. Yeah, I get that too. But not the salty, more though. sips I take, the more, the spicier it's getting. Hmm. Definitely peanutty. I could see like a peanut. Um, it's like a shocky nut. Yeah, kind of rolled in. I don't know, some like some kind of spice. Hmm. I'm not getting spice. That was weird. Hmm. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't know. Is your mouth broken? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> COVID effects. Hmm. Oh, Still haven't had it yet. Really? No. Oh, yeah, you have. <laughs> That's right. I was locked in a hotel for That's five right. days. Yeah, you mm. called me from there. That's right. <laughs> Did I really? That was yeah. delusional. When, our, when the barrel got uh, double gold. Oh, that was right before I got locked down. word barrel. That was before lockdown. That, well, oh, was it? Yeah, it was like the no, day before. Were... I was in San Diego. but That's I, when you got I, locked I, I probably had COVID that day as I was sharing tacos and bone marrow luges with my team <laughs> and, and cocktails. There's literally a cocktail. My, my counterpart in San Diego, him and I are sharing this tiki cocktail together, dripping out it, like a picture of us face to face sharing it. And then that night we're all doing bone luge shots. Um, yeah. With our like CEO and our founder and everybody. So it's yeah. probably, a, probably a good way to sp- spread some disease. Yeah. It wasn't my <laughs> fault. It was one of our sales reps <laughs> fault who came to the trip uh, with a 102 fever. Oh yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Genius. That was a good choice. He mm. works for Frey Ranch now. Hmm. Hmm. Frey Ranch. <sighs> they aren't here in Illinois yet, are they? No. Not yet. I heard they're coming, um, though. I Oh. Yeah. We'll talk after this. Okay, now I'm tasting spice. Now I'm kind of getting like a little red currant. A little, spice. Red currant. Yeah. Okay. A little bit like we something something you'd find in an Indian dish, spice. Oh, okay. okay. Slight clove at the back end. Clove, for sure. And like... Um, now I'm getting across the finish like a dry, mm. like, uh, like basically one. like chocolate. I hope uh, powder, kind of cocoa powder. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, on Ooh. this too, like a dry uh, cocoa. Yeah, 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 <clears throat> yeah. Definitely. Dare I say right, this the, one, this the bottom, the bottom of a Lucky Charms bag when it's all crushed up at the bottom? 
Ooh. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Some insight into your home life. They make those still? I can't buy cereal. What? Lucky Charms? I'm not allowed to buy cereal. I'll eat the whole because box in one day. Yeah. 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 If it's, it could be the the driest, grainiest raisin cereal, and I'll still eat the whole entire thing. And Yeah. Yeah. No, I can verify that that, that is a thing still. I have not bought like. Two young kids. Yeah. <laughs> I have not bought like that sugary. I don't have ever bought it my entire life on my own without living in my parents' house. And I just moved out last you week. You had your fill. <laughs> <laughs> just turned 27. I had to move out. I'm a 36-year-old boy. So three really mm. quite different barrels. Like Extremely different. Quite different from, from each other. Um, do we want to revisit each or do we want to... Should we eliminate one? Eliminate one. I mean, I could, I'm pretty sure I could eliminate one pretty quickly. I think so too. Yeah. And I think it's okay. not really so much me, it's more Steve. Um, <laughs> How dare you? Yes. Only because I know that you're the lollipop man, the suburban bourbonist, the sweet <laughs> tooth of Chicago. I'm the He's a lollipop man. Kid. Is that what you said? Lollipop man? Yeah. Um, I've been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think to number one would probably be yeah. eliminated. Yeah. yeah. Steve. Yeah. I like it I'm that kidding. it's different than these two. I, I, I would drink again, but. Yes. And worthy of being a single not. barrel. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> for sure. But up against the other two. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree. Year. Is there a standout between two and three? I would say we're all leaning towards two right now. Let's let's resample. Yeah, I think, I think we, we should taste enough, right? I think we should taste two and three. We'll get we'll get one. So I think I think three comes around. I do too. Like it the longer it sits, it's Yeah. I'm getting some more depth. Definitely. Uh, so, it's, it's staying on the palate a lot longer now for the second drink. Yeah. First, yeah the first for one. whatever reason, I had the same thing as, as you guys. The first sip was like, kind of dissipated this. quickly. Mm-hmm. But now it's on subsequent sips. It's like, mm, it's grown on me. As, uh, before we revisit these, what else do you have coming down the pike for single barrels up Malloy's? Well, thanks for asking. Yeah, you know, I do what I can. Uh, what do we have? We have a Starlight. Never well, I mean, you were there. Both oh, yeah. of you. Allegedly. <laughs> yes. Allegedly. We have uh, two picks from Starlight. We've got a mm. bourbon, uh, honey-finished bourbon mm. that was has an interesting kind of uh, story. Yeah. It started as a Buffalo Trace barrel. Mm-hmm. Starlight had, juice, but in a Buffalo Trace barrel, right? right. No, it started. At, it is a Buffalo Trace barrel. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's, so it's it wasn't Buffalo whiskey. Trace on it. Yeah, Buffalo but Trace whiskey. It wasn't, oh, so it wasn't distilled at Starlight. It's the finished product, yes. Okay. Listen, let me talk. How about you let me talk? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't realize that. You didn't that. realize this when we were down there? Well, because I think when you guys were tasting that one, Krista and I were off talking somewhere else, and we kind of gotcha. just, yeah. So I just heard Buffalo Trace and honey. That's all so, I heard. Yeah, yeah so, so it started as, a, it's a, it is a Buffalo Trace barrel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it held rum. Yep. I don't know for how long. And then, and then honey, and then their... The Starlight Distillate, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it was never like it's not like they bought Buffalo Trace juice. No, 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 no. Yeah. no, Great. no, no. Okay, I just want to clarify. No, they got that. a barrel from yeah. Buffalo. Okay, that's Trace. why. Okay, that's why I'm understanding it correctly. That he had some history already, right? As as whose rum. rum was in it? I don't, I'm not sure. Okay, probably, I would think probably Rolling Fork because Rolling oh, Fork they do do has some stuff their with them. Rolling yeah. Fork yeah. stores. I mean, it's a, a Sazer- It's gonna be a Sazerac. Yeah. Let's pretend it's Foursquare. I think. 
I thought it was Foursquare. I thought no. Well, I, honestly, I honestly thought I heard Foursquare while we were down there. Well, it could be. I'll, I'll ask Christian. Um, I just assumed Rolling Fork because Rolling Fork stores their a lot of their rum right. at Starlight. They have some. Yeah, yeah. Right. 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 Oh. Yeah. So so that's coming, and that's awesome. I think we should try probably try that again. Um, and but the honey a, was theirs, correct? The honey they have a a uh, an apiary like to the north of them. Just a ways yeah. that they trade barrels with. Oh, okay. So I don't think it's not their honey, right? Uh, that I don't know. Oh, because they think. do produce honey on right. the ground. I only said that because I was with their bees an hour before that. Yeah, they have. A it's bunch coming of clear that hives. I don't know a lot about this. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes really good, though. No, I thought so. I thought it was a similar situation as their maple that they kind of trade barrels with, with another Could apiary. Be. Yeah, yeah. Could be. Um, and then we also have uh, Cigar Batch coming. Mm. That's a first fill. That and when we were down there, we tried a sixth fill mm-hmm. and a first fill, and this was by far the. And it's super bold, but it is bold. And man, it's awesome. Do you know what my? Well, I think, I think the Buffalo Trace Rum X Honey Starlight Barrel was mm-hmm. my was one of my favorites. That's what we're calling it. Yep. Um, but yeah, one of my favorites, really I think the group had decided. Overall, we did not pick because of the consumers, um, but more of like this would be. A, we came to the consensus of this would be a really great barrel for a whiskey club, but not necessarily for a retail store. Was that port finish? Oh yeah, and I'm, I shied away from it because we we still have a little port. Oh, on you do. Hand. Oh, you do. Yeah, it was a different kind of port, but from Starlight. Yeah. Okay. So that also the, makes sense. The, the one we tasted, I think, was their port. Mm. And I think the one I have is is Portuguese actually, yeah. but. But still, I thought we were kind of mixing, you know, it's, would have some crossing signals. Maybe. I think if anybody, if any distillery wants to do barrel finishes, they should go visit those guys and talk to them about it and talk about why, why they're doing, not not just about like how to do it, but why to do it yeah, and what to use and to really figure out what liquid will taste good in, in certain barrels right. and just to follow a trend and put some whiskey inside of an ex-wine barrel of various uh, mm-hmm. amounts or ex-rum barrel, whatever it may be. Talk to them and see like why they're doing it and how yeah. long they're doing it and the science they're coming up with while developing this whole system of finished products. Yeah, that that's what I found amazing. That's what I learned last the, the mm. past visit was from Christian and his dad, saying that like how they kind of sculpt their, you know, this particular finish would work great with a blend of this and this in our mash bills. Right. You know, they 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 just kind of tailor it perfectly to. You know, by there's, trial and error. Yeah, there's pretty much no one doing finishing better than than Starlight. I will throw in there also Bard Sound Bourbon Company. Like those For two. Sure. Like if you're if you're gonna look to finishing, there's there's no two places doing it better than than those two places. And I would probably put I'd probably put Starlight at at the top of that list. Although I mean. <laughs> Bardstown does just a ridiculous job, but the mm-hmm. access might be easier at Starlight too. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Just because that's, uh, that's, yeah. that's not be, more true than you know. <laughs> not because of anything against Bardstown, just they're a giant operation. Yeah. 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 Uh, Starlight's still a very family owned, attended operation. Very accommodating. Very, so, are you guys yeah. going to put this in your, uh, this 3332 in your glass oh. or what? Oh, oh, shit. Did you do that already? Yeah. I got well, it here. No. That's right. Yeah, that's thirty-three. Uh, I took the away the. I took away the one okay. that uh, we are not selecting. I'm shocked that, that first one was number terrible. three <laughs> was cast strength. 
like so easy drinking. Right, right, right. Actually, we should probably get. I wonder if it, we should probably it. give a guess on what we think maybe the proof. Oh, yeah. The proof point is on. We won't know though, right? We do not know. Until so it this comes is thirty three, thirty two. We all kind of gravitated towards this. Let's uh, let's give a guess once we taste it again. What we might think the the proof point is at. So the seven year that we picked last year came out to be. 115.6 and when we picked it uh we picked it it was 115 so it went up you know okay not even a, not even one proof point over the few months that it that it remained in the barrel before it was bottled so you know we're probably looking at a year on i would imagine these barrels are probably in the 116 to 118 be, yeah, range maybe high teens, right maybe. yeah i mean you would think generally they're going to increase yeah as the years roll on depending on you know depending on where they have these right. these sitting if they're sitting at castle and key they might be dropping in proof <sighs> yeah i'll throw everything off all right so 3332 thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot for your river valley <laughs> Yeah, this is Man. this is full on the the cow tail, the mm-hmm. the the caramel candy with the vanilla cream in the middle. Like, I'm tasting like I'm getting vanilla cake all in the nose. Like that's yeah. I was just gonna say like a white cake. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I love it's the decadent. nose on this. Yeah, this won't sell. <laughs> It'll sell to us. But well, there is that aspect of like the. There's like a lingering like mocha, coffee, chocolate, yeah. like little like tinge in there too on the nose. It's white cake with an espresso frosting. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like that. See, I'm getting that espresso note on the back end now more. Right. Yeah. I was it kind of was fading a bit on the nose from the <clears> first <throat> time around, but yeah, it could have been low. Turning more coffee bean than like mm-hmm. that mentholated thing that we had the first time might have been the, because oh, the man. we had the seven-year-old in the glass before that Idiot. this is it's pretty good this is a really good <laughs> barrel i mean i know where i'm leaning right now i don't want to shoot down anything at the that we haven't revisited for a second time because that did open up while we were tasting and talking mm-hmm. about it and revisit the second sip it was different than the first for number three but uh yeah number one is quite a delightful whiskey um it there's so much pin hook in there but it's also just delicious and a little bit i mean i wouldn't say difference the right word mm-hmm. but oh. and again that finish like it comes in with that like vanilla mint menthol like fresh kind of mm-hmm. breath mint quality to it on the on the finish yep especially like as you breathe back yeah, out over this whiskey right. it just like it just like blooms on the palate with those really like, fresh notes. Yeah. What were those mints that you like spark in the dark? What were those? Were those certs? No. What were oh, they? Oh shit, certs. Right? Yes. Was it certs that like you could crack them in the dark oh, and you would see an yeah. actual like? And they had like the, they had spark. like those flecks in yeah, the uh, right, right. In the, the little blue in the flecks disc. in them. Like, yeah. Like the cam- this like the Camel Crush cigarettes. Ooh. Um, yeah. <laughs> used to be a smoker. 
This is a fun. This is mm-hmm. a fun whiskey. That's really. That's a good. That's a good call though. Yeah, certs. Yeah, I see. <laughs> certs. I haven't heard of a certs in like. I'm. I mean, years, I haven't since high school. But what was you the know, what was, was the candy you were talking about in the last? I was pocket? talking about Velamins. Velamins. Yeah. Oh yeah, Velamins. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I looked those up afterwards. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a mm. nice really, finish. Really right? fun Pretty barrel. Lengthy. Yeah. But it and it works its way too. Like it's sitting here, like at the top, at the top of my chest. Mm-hmm. Like it's giving you that little bit of a hug, that little bit of mm-hmm. warmth at the at the top of your chest, um, which I absolutely love. That like it sits in the back of your throat. Yeah, it's kind of like a green tea effect. Yeah, it's so good. Hmm. But it doesn't taste like green tea. Well, no, a little, a little eh, something in there. You can but, make the connection. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Mm. Well, it's pretty good. Should we call that it a day? Good. Should we call it a day? No. Due I, diligence. I am when you breathe it in like that, I take a deep breath at the end. I do get that like a uh, bubblegum sugary factor too. Um after the, the menthol effect. Yeah. All right. So obviously we are all pretty thoroughly impressed with that barrel, but thirty three thirty seven is gonna get a fair shake at this. That's right. Uh, it's a contender. S- Steve it's super you- dark. Go ahead. Hmm. Um, I was just going to ask you about when you're picking barrels. Have you ever, you know, sat down with a with a group or a distillery and expecting something and don't really get that turnout inside the from the bottle sa- barrel samples and just turn away from picking a barrel from that distillery? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, there's <laughs> there's definitely some pressure if there if we're like at a distillery. Yeah. But um, there's def- there's been a few. That samples have been, thankfully, they've, I think they've all been um, up here. Like, you know, okay. just sending me samples Is, that have been a, just across the board, not, not good and not like, you know. I mean, you got to think, do I want 30 cases of this? Yeah. I'm like, mm. So question for you. You know, I've been on a couple of trips with you to mm-hmm. Kentucky. Do you, you said, you know, there's obviously pressure you, or... A perceived, probably from the, the the distillery's point of view, like you're here to pick a single barrel. Like right. you're not walking out of here without a barrel. Right. And have you ever been at a tasting at a distillery and been like, eh, we're we're not been... interested in what you've what I, you've sampled for us today? No, I think I think we've been lucky. So far, I mean, I think if that, I think if all whatever samples they have laid out for us were not good, yeah, and we all agreed that you know, I mean, I'm I'm never going to a distillery alone, yeah, right. So if the group decides like, what are you scared? Mm, you know, maybe you don't want to spend eight, nine, ten plus grand on this, right? <laughs> you know, just because this is what they have. I mean, I think the distillery might be like, okay, we've got a couple other, you know. I mean, just recently we were picking something and had already kind of decided, you know, they had five samples, a certain Texas distillery that starts with still and ends with Austin. Um, <laughs> whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, hate those guys. And, you know, had already kind of settled on one. And he's like, all right, well, I got two more. Like, okay. Okay. Or, yeah. You know, reel them out. You know, roll them out. Whatever. Um, I mean, I think when you're at distillery, it's, you know, a little easier to be like, Okay, you don't like those? Well, let's roll out a couple more barrels. But 
um, you know, we've been lucky so far that we haven't really, you know, anything that we've really rejected has, has been all together. Um, do you think it's like sent to us? It's like, but do you think it's easier to, because I, you know, I was here recently Mm -hmm. and we tasted some things and we're like, yeah, none of those samples are, Oh really? (laughs) Are really up to snuff for what you're looking for. Right. It seems like it's, it seems like it's easier to say that when a sample has been sent to you rather than being actually <clears throat> on site at a place and to and to say to someone like ah, you, I don't know you didn't <laughs> uh, we're not we're not feeling the we're not, you know we're not feeling what you what you pulled out for us. Yeah. Now I think we should try to do that next time we're down at a distillery. Just to mess just with, for, just yeah. to mess with whoever, what if we whoever hate it all is. Of these, what would you do? Yeah. Especially like at Starlight when you're tasting like twelve different barrel samples. But like, I just, I mean, twelve is not, very low. Yeah, <laughs> I just, think we did more. Yeah. Like after like you've had twenty, 20 samples and yeah. you're like, yeah, there's just nothing in this warehouse that's really speaking to me. <laughs> what do you guys? What else you got? What have yeah. you been doing the last year, guys? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, do you guys even know how to make whiskey? I'm just gonna go pick strawberries. <laughs> Can we that just go fun. to the sunflower fields, <laughs> please? Right. All right, so we're um, back on track. We're on 3337. This is the the second of the the two barrels that we narrowed down to. Ooh. So smelling great. Initial initial notes that I wrote down was baseball card bubble gum, mm-hmm. confectioner's sugar on the nose, mm-hmm. caramel nuts uh, on the palate. Uh, a, a fairly quick finish, but then as it sat a little bit, we got a little bit of nice, like dry cocoa on on the on the finish on this. Hmm. So let's see where we're at. I mean, I think it's opened up a little bit. I would already. say that yeah, I would say that the confectionery note has died a little bit. Not died. Um, trailed off. That mm-hmm. that really big burst of baseball card bubble gum we were getting there is not so prevalent. It's there. Yeah. But for me, I'm getting a little bit more of like a of like a barnyard, a little bit of like the heather, the leather you smell inside of a barn, um, slight hay note to it as well. Like not wet grass, like but a, just like a worn in like saddle or yeah, something. Yeah. Something like that. Just reminded me of all this, the farms I grew up on in Iowa. This actually has changed quite a bit from the initial, the initial pour. Did you say worn in saddle just cause? Yes. Cause of pinhook. Like you want to stay, I said it because of that, and I said it also because uh, oh, wow. I've been watching. Um, what's the uh, what's the Yellowstone? Yellowstone. Oh yeah, because of the yellow labels, yeah. and because of the <laughs> yellow label. But I've been uh, I just I've been catching up on Yellowstone. You haven't started that. It's on the list. Okay, the list is completely Jesus changed. I, I I thought this I, is totally. Changed. I thought three three. Three two, which was the second one we tried, was gonna be the odds on favorite. Now there's like this spicy malt quality to it that you get you might get from like a single malt inside of there. That leathery note is sticking out a lot, and then that baseball card bubblegum flavor is kind of is at the back it's end. There, but like it's, you, yeah. it breathes into it and it bursts out at mm-hmm. the very back end. Cloves rounding it out. Um, there's a great spice on it, like that. The note when I said something about Indian food is for there for me as well. A lot more on the second go around. What, oh, this man. my first thought is okay. Like 
consumer is going to buy number number one or number two, which is three 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 two right away. Yep. Like, okay, cool, I got this. I'm gonna buy it because I I I not because I'm a Pinhook fan, but just because I sample it in the store, have it at a tasting. Friend has it, I'm gonna buy it right away. Second one, three three or third one, three 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 seven is an all-around whiskey drinker's drink. It's a lot of elements you get from a lot of different uh, styles of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Inside of this one, it, it, it encompasses American whiskey, though, very well. Um, but it might take a little bit more of your non-typical bourbon or rye drinker to catch on to it. But, mm-hmm. man, this is, like, oh, I, I, lo- I love it's this. Yeah, it's, a, sure. it's exceptional. It's Both of these barrels are exceptional. It's a challenge. It's your palate, I guess, a little bit more. Number the third one we've tried. Yeah, it's definitely. It's one of those pours that I think mm. requires you to like sit with it a little bit more. Dare I say there's a beam nut quality to this one too? There's definitely. Oh, I can get that. Yeah. There's definitely. I mean, I mm-hmm. put down the first time we tasted this. Uh, there's a, a nuttiness to this, which is, I mean. That's in my wheelhouse mm-hmm. for a, for a, a flavor profile. I I no way absolutely love that. <laughs> absolutely love that um, note in a whiskey. But mm. this is this is more of this is more of a like sit down, pour this in the glass, and like really sit with it kind of mm-hmm. whiskey mm-hmm. and like pull it apart and dissect it like we're doing right now. So it depends on, you know, what you're, what you're going for. I feel like in terms of, you know, the everyday consumer, probably 3332 is, is like, it's the, it's, it's the barrel to just, there's People still are going educated notes in that one too, for sure. You know, the, oh, the, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. still there's still a lot to delve into. But but I that's think the it, barrel that's people are just going to just they're going to drain that bottle. Yeah. They're going to get that. They're going to drink it, and they're going to be like, "Is there more of that? <laughs> Is there more of that barrel available?" What's the retail price on these? Probably going to be. I don't know. I don't, I actually don't know either. Probably in the seventy-ish. Probably in the. Seventy-five, probably around there. Oh, I would, okay. I would think. To, I know I bought them. I bought vertical series in different states, so it's always a little bit different. I feel like. I think you know they pretty much build in, and Pinhook is very cognizant of of pricing, but they just pretty much just build in like from year to year. This is the the increase in the price just because of. There's less whiskey available yeah. at this point, and oh, it gonna get I don't think it's going to be. You know, it's nothing that's at the eight year mark. Like for an eight year I mean, bourbon, it's I mean, not going to be crazy. You see MGP, you know, barrels at eight nine years, and they're going for crazy amounts. First of all, there's not that many that are age stated right. at eight years. Um, I don't know. I I absolutely love the thirty three thirty seven, but I feel like I love the thirty three thirty two a little bit more. Whatever won't compete with my single barrels coming in. I'm sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. Um, <laughs> so I, I like with I, the tawny port. Um, Let's mention that again. We never did mention it. Um, no, we should. No, I mean you mentioned it last podcast. Did I? 
I, th- I, I take notes on whenever you mention us. I make up most things Mental I say. Notes. What do you guys think the proof points are on on those? Man. Uh, in a weird way, I, could, I know he first said that 3337 was light. It didn't taste like a barrel fin or a cast strength whiskey. Mm-hmm. Now I'm taking that back and probably saying it's probably the highest one. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I think so. In a weird yeah. way. I think there's just a weird way about it. Uh that it could be. I mean, uh, also thirty-one eighty-nine when we first excluded the first one we tasted probably mm-hmm. could be up there too. But I would say probably we're probably in that one sixteen, one seventeen range. That's kind of what my yeah. first initial thought was with all of these. And that's more because I know pinhook versus what I'm tasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I suck at pinning those down because it's there's there's so many factors. Yeah, you know if this one has a peppery note, well that can be kind of disguised as yeah. You know, is it just hotter, actually higher proof, you know, kind of leading you down that kind of hotter, peppery route? Same. And there's there's so. a whiskey that's, I'm not going to say the proof point because I might give it away. Say it's in the 110 range. Um, I love this brand. I think we all love this brand. <laughs> but uh, it tastes a lot hotter than in that range. Hmm. And I think it covers up a lot of the nuance of the whiskey, unfortunately, but it's probably falling into the trap of I want to put something in that 110 range or uh, higher yeah. Uh, versus just making like, a, like I, I, for me, I'm like this whiskey would be amazing at 98 to hundred proof. Right. And I would taste the nuance. It's, it's a very nuanced whiskey um, mm-hmm. in that sense with the mash bill. Uh, but you're like, ah, it's just clouded by heat. Like I have to really open up this bottle and none of these do that. This is just like, yeah, this is, these are beautiful whiskeys and two, uh, two and three, which we're deciding on right now. Um, I'd be very proud to have a bottle or two on my back bar, but I'm thinking towards the consumer and towards having that consumer coming back and buying more than one bottle. If they had the opportunity, I would go with three, three, two, three, 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 two, which yep. is the yep. second one we'd say tasted. Yeah. Yep. That's I my, that's my vote between the two, but yeah, that's, that's the one that speaks to me more. Do well, whiskey clubs buy the Verkle series or only retailers? I think only retailers. Because I could see if there's a club attached to a retailer by loving 3337. Like, hey, well, like, we'll buy half the barrel. Let's put it that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Like, and you taste it out to a few guys in the club or ladies because ladies drink whiskey too. They Absolutely. do. Um, Especially here. I just realized my microphone cord matches my shirt. That's right. Look at you. There we go. Um, Color coordinated. That one does too, actually. They all do. You got you have the yellow in there. I'm so scared. Uh, <laughs> but I can see a club tr- trying this barrel and being like, oh, this is like kind of a, a weird, it's not like pinhook typical, I guess. Right. Um, and being a challenging whiskey and a whiskey that we want to sit with and open up for a while and taste with members and talk about it. If clubs actually do that, I don't know what whiskey clubs actually do, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but uh, enjoying that. So, um, but it's really ultimately up to you because you are the proprietor and the one shelling out. Steve, you are the proprietor. We each have an equal vote. Come on. That's not how it was on our trip. It made me sleep on the floor in so, our hotel room. That's right. That's I right. Said, I said three, heat. three, three, two. I <laughs> believe you sleep outside. There was no heat actually. Yeah. Oh, that's it's true. Extreme AC. Dude, my, oh, that's right. Yours <laughs> and my room were fucking cold. <laughs> I said three, 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 two. I believe Jake yeah, just said I three, think, three, three, two. I think that's the winner. We outnumber you actually. That's, so that's <laughs> All right. So if you're going <laughs> to so guess the proof point, three, 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 if you're going to guess the proof point on three, 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 two, okay. what do you think it is? 
considering last year's pick, seven years, was 115.6. So we'll round it up to 116. I, yeah, I think I think it's a little hotter. A little, I'm going to say 118. That is what I guess as well, 118. For some reason, just mentally, I saw this number in my head, 121. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know why. Man. All right, so I'm writing it you down. You get nothing probably, if you win. It's probably... Yeah, you get not, nothing <laughs> if you win. Um, probably too high. I'll give high, you a hug. But, I don't know if that's a win. Yeah, if it's at Castle and Key, I doubt it went that high. Um, as Wilson's explained in the podcast about how... Where they age at. lose proof, right? Yeah. Hmm. That's a... Uh, but we have no idea what they entered at Castle and Key at. Oh, wait, no, we do. Well, most MGP, I think, is... I bet... The entry, the entry proof is one twenty, something like that. Is yeah. It? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I bet they're not at Castle and Key. I bet they're offsite. It could I be. Thought, I think. I feel like they are for some reason. Because I think his his like new stuff is at Castle and Key. Right. Like the newer, you know. I mean, honestly, though, even if you are the regular in Frankfurt and different part of Frankfurt, you will get different proof points in your whiskey. Yeah. Just how low right. that barrel, that 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 distillery is inside that. What do, you, what do you call it? A river valley, I guess. Yeah, that is a fantastic barrel. I can't yeah. wait to. Same here, man. We did it again, Chris. We did it again. Great. We did it again. again. It's last year's. Hey, be Just to make sure we're better. <laughs> I tell you on the podcast, baby. True. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, Sean, for uh, buying whiskey.